Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth that the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. It's so good to be with everyone again today. We're actually going to dive into a new series. I am so excited about this because I have seen the goodness of the Lord with his people over and over and over. I've seen people who have gone through horrible, horrible traumatic experience totally set free. How? Well, because they leaned into God and they let him beat him in that very place and take away the pain from the trauma because that's who our God is. His heart is for you. It's for me. He wants to see us walk in freedom. It is possible to be free. It is possible to be healed. And that is just how amazing and wonderful our God is. And like I said, I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in the lives of others. So it is time to get free. So I just thought, let's dive into some of these topics. Let's take a look at topics like um, how about trauma or forgiveness, anger, shame. We'll see where all we go over the weeks ahead. But we're going to start today by talking about trauma because the truth is almost everyone has experienced traumatic situations in their lives. And the thing about trauma is it has the potential, it has the power, it has the capacity to take over every part of our being. It can actually consume us. And trauma, sometimes we manage to send it underground and we're like, oh, I'm okay. You know, we put on the happy face. But what happens when we send it underground and we push it away is that then something else happens and those two traumas attach and then a third one comes and they attach and it gets bigger and bigger. And you know, one alone is more than enough. We don't even need the one. And yet when they connect together, it just becomes this powder keg. Again, we have a God who wants to set you free, who wants to set me free. So as always on Real Truth with Ruth, we go back to scripture as our plumb line. And so I want to start just by saying that in trauma and experiencing trauma, you're not alone. So let's, again, look at scripture. Job, the entire book is about trauma. Job really went through trauma after trauma. And we forget that he had to live it. He walked through it. He experienced it. We tend to jump to the end and say, well, God blessed him even more in the latter part of his life. But he had to he walked through the trauma. He experienced trauma. Or how about Naomi? There's a famine. So she and her husband and her two sons move to a foreign land. And while while they are there, her husband dies and those two sons die. That's trauma. How about Tamar? She's in 2 Samuel and she gets raped. And as a result of that, it's a cultural expectation. She's not only has been violated, but she's also told to remain quiet. She loses her voice. Or in Matthew 8, we have the man with leprosy. That was a dreaded disease. And here, that's what he lived with. We could go on and on. You see, there's some teaching out there that says that we as the body of Christ as believers are exempt from trauma. They need to look at scripture because I see great men and women of God who experienced trauma. And they had to also have but God moments where God came in and intervened and brought healing. It was always there if they were willing to take it. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-4 says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When we are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort that God has given us. 
You see, we look at life and we expect just to have the proverbial rose garden, but every rose garden has thorns. And the thing is, is God, he gives us this beautiful life to live. And then he says every once in a while, we're going to get scraped, we're going to get poked, we're going to get hurt by those thorns. And yet he carries the very healing balm that we need to bring healing. So yeah, we're going to get, we're going to have some tough times as we go through life, but we have a God who heals. We have a God who redeems. Uh, he, he goes back, he reclaims the ground, he sets people free, he rebuilds the ancient ruins. That's who our God is. And we have to remember that. Like Paul, we need to have an attitude that trusts God to bring the healing and we will press through to that healing. We will be determined to have the fullness of that healing that we will not stop short because it's a promise from God. It's a promise from the throne room of heaven. I want to read to you Philippians 3, 12 to 14. I'm going to read it out of the message. And this is what it says. It says, I'm not saying that I have all this together that I haven't made, but I'm well on my way. Reaching out for Christ, who has so wonderfully reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eyes on the goal where God is beckoning us onward to Jesus. I'm off and running and I'm not turning back. Do not turn back. Do not turn back. There is hope. There is a future. Yes, the trauma happened, but it does not have to define you. You don't have to carry that pain because we have an amazing God. So back to trauma. Trauma has the capacity to steal our focus off God and totally shift it onto the situation. What is trauma? Trauma is basically the response to any event that shatters our safe world. It's, and it makes our world no longer feel like a place of refuge. Trauma is more than a state of crisis. Trauma is actually a normal reaction to an abnormal event, and it overwhelms the person's ability to adapt to life. Trauma actually comes from a Greek word that just means wound. So what are some examples of trauma? Oh my goodness, there are a ton of them. How about a pandemic? Loss of a job? Loss of finances? Some form of an accident? Death of a loved one? major issue with a child. That list goes on and on. But there's an important point. It's absolutely essential that we do not belittle what trauma is to ourselves, but also that we don't belittle what it is to somebody else. We have to remember that what is trauma to me may not be trauma to you. What is trauma to you may not be trauma to me. In other words, we come along beside each other and we listen and we let people know that there's healing. We don't need to judge what they feel is trauma is not being trauma because it's not trauma to us or vice versa. We just want to bring Jesus in. We want to bring healing in. We want to set the captives free. That's what we want to do. You know, there's a promise. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30 out of the Passion Translation reads, Are you weary carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me. I will refresh your life. For I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover that I'm gentle, I'm humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. I love that, the way that reads that question, are you weary? 
Are you carrying a heavy burden? We can say, do you carry trauma? Then where do we go? We go to our Heavenly Father. There's a promise there that he will refresh our lives, that he's our oasis. In other words, he's our, he's our rock. He's our strong tower. He's our place of refuge. He's the refreshing spring in the desert land. And he tells us to learn his ways. And that through that, we're going to discover who he really is and that he's gentle and he's humble, that he's easy to please, that he loves us so much, that we're not damaged goods, but we're valuable and we're precious, that he sent Jesus to redeem us, that he heals the brokenhearted. And again, he sets the captives free. You were not created to be held captive to traumatic situations. John 14, 27 says, I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace. Not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Do not yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. You know, trauma can bring in fear. It can bring in anxiety. It can bring in um, it, it can bring in that troubled heart, that confused heart, more questions than we have answers for. But the Lord gives an invitation for his perfect peace. And he also says that he will make us courageous. He will make us strong again. God desires to bring the healing. And his healing can remove the pain from the traumatic event. The memory is there. The event still happened. But just imagine having the pain taken away. Imagining having that load lightened so much because the pain is gone. You see, nothing, absolutely nothing is impossible for God. You and I, we were not created to carry trauma. Let me say that again. We were not created from we were not created to carry trauma. You see, healing again, healing from trauma does not even mean that we deny the severity of the event, but it does mean that we allow God to take the pain. We allow God to shift our focus and we let him bring healing so that we can breathe again. We were not created to be consumed by trauma. You were not created to be consumed by trauma. You were not created to live in fear and pain. You were not created to have that memory there every time you close your eyes. You were not created to, to, to be smelling those smells and seeing the sights, hearing the sounds at every turn. You were created to receive healing from the kingdom of heaven. You were created to be consumed by the love of an amazing heavenly father. But we have to allow him to do that work. So let's talk about some of the, the golden nuggets to help us get free, some of the common barriers. What are some of the keys to walking through this? So one of them, which I'm sure you've gathered by now, is that we have to recognize that the trauma happened. Period. It happened. You see, it's not unusual to try to send it underground or, or, or to even say it wasn't that big of a deal. But if it was a big deal, if it was trauma to you, then you need to deal with it. We just need to deal with it. We need to let God bring the healing because we weren't created to carry it. We were created to carry the love of God and the healing of God and just to receive that. The other thing that it's not uncommon is to try to find something or someone to blame. And this is where forgiveness steps in. And forgiveness can be really hard. And we'll do a whole nother segment on forgiveness. 
But I want you to know at this point that forgiveness is not based on feelings. It's actually a conscious choice based on who God is and what he has told us to do. So we trust him in the process. And some of us have been so wounded, so humiliated, so hurt by someone else that we don't feel we can ever forgive. So let me give you a golden nugget, a wonderful starting point. And that's a simple prayer that's, Lord Jesus, help me come to the point where I'm willing to forgive. Just give him permission to help you even begin to take the first step towards forgiveness. He's really faithful because he understands. But all that to say is there is often an aspect of forgiveness that we need to work through on our road to healing from the trauma. He'll help us. He's right there. The other thing is when I already mentioned that we'd look for someone or something to blame. Um, and this is another component that's that's equally difficult. And that's that we need to take responsibility for how we process the event. In other words, we can't fall into that blame game. Falling into the blame game never does us any good. And I'm not saying that what happened was your fault. I'm not saying that at all. Quite often with trauma, there's, a, you know, we're the victim. And yet, what do I mean by we have to take responsibility? Well, here it is. We can't change what happened. It happened. Whatever the circumstances were around it, they happened. But what can we deal with? What do we have control over? How we process it. I've seen people go through the same thing and they come out very differently and it's because of how they processed it. And that's what we can control. So one of the things that's really great is to go before the Lord and say, Lord, what did I come to believe as a result of this trauma that doesn't align with your word? You see, we can deal with those things. We can let the Lord bring healing because again, trauma left unhealed Trauma not taken before Jesus has the capacity to take down our belief system. It has the capacity to put fear in there and to put uh, disbelief, to put horror in there. I mean, we can fill in the blanks. It, it, has, it has the capacity to do so much damage to our belief system. So what did I come to believe as a result of the trauma? And if it doesn't line up with the word of God, just ask his forgiveness, confess it, repent, and then ask him what does align. What's the truth that comes from the very throne room of heaven? You see, because the belief pattern in the areas associated with it, let's say it's led in shame or unforgiveness or anger, um, they can, or you know that can hold us in bondage long after the trauma and again can become a barrier or a wall to the healing power of God. God created us to be free. But if we have belief patterns lurking in our system and behavioral patterns lurking there because of the trauma and we don't deal with them, then that anger is going to sit there. The rage is going to sit there. The pain's going to sit there. The sights, the sounds, they're going to sit there. So Lord, what did I come to believe? Set me free, God. I need to be free. What did I come to believe? And the thing is, is we don't need to go searching for this. If we just sit with the Lord, he is so faithful. He'll show us. And when he shows us, it's always an invitation for healing. There's another thing I want you to know is I do not believe at all that God re-traumatizes us in the process of healing. I want you to hear that. I've walked many people through healing from trauma without their being re-traumatized. God's desire is to bring healing and freedom 
and wholeness and to take away the pain associated with that trauma. And God does not need to re-traumatize us in, in the midst of that. He is bigger than that. So let's talk some about getting free. Number one, admit that you've experienced the trauma. Don't minimize it. It was what it was. Ask the Lord for courage to, to walk that road. Again, you don't need to be re-traumatized. Our God is bigger than our pain and our trauma. We can ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to us our belief system. What do we need to deal with? What are we believing about the situation that he needs to speak into? I also want to state that we're not erasing the trauma. We're asking the Lord to take the pain. And you know what? Don't be afraid to seek professional help. God uses the wholeness of the body of Christ to walk us through and to bring us healing. Some people need professional counselors. Others need, others need emotional healing and deliverance. Some need both. God will provide the safety net, the network of people around you, the community that will help walk you into healing because you were not created to live in trauma. So what I want to do, we're, we're winding up our time right now. I really want to pray. I really want to pray for you. So if you can get to a place where you can just sit back and relax, if you're in the car, of course, keep your eyes open, keep driving, stay safe. But if you can just sit back and relax and close your eyes, I just want to pray. Heavenly Father, you did not create us to live in trauma. You did not create us to bear the burden of trauma, to carry it through our lives. Lord, you created us to walk in freedom. You created us to soar with the wings of eagles. So, Father, right now we take the trauma and we lift it before you. God, you know how our hearts are breaking. You know what's sitting there, whether it be anger, unforgiveness, Lord, uh, fear, resent me, whatever's there, God, we lift the whole we lift the whole bundle, everything, every component of it up to you. And Lord, we ask that you come in the midst of this, that you show us in the days ahead what we need to work through. But God, right now, I ask that you come by the power of your holy name and that you would remove the shock and the trauma and the fear and terror off every part of our systems, that you would take it off every cell in our body. God, that wherever it's attached physically, God, that you would just remove it, that you would bring healing, that you would just, we speak to every muscle, ligament, tendon, joint, uh, bone, bone marrow, the whole bit, the entire nervous system. We say peace in the name of Jesus. Peace in the name of Jesus. We speak to our eyes and our ears, our nose, our mouth, anything that we saw, heard, tasted. Father, that you would just take all of that. We just speak peace in the name of Jesus. We speak peace in the name of Jesus. For the street, the screams that can be stuck inside, God, we just, we just again, we speak, we, we give those screams to you. And we ask for healing. We ask for healing that every place that become that, that has the potential or has become a foothold for the demonic, that those places are eradicated in the name of Jesus, and that you just take and you pour your healing balm out. Lord, we, we just ask that you would remove the shock, the trauma, the fear, the terror, the hopelessness off our mind on all levels, all levels, the conscious memories, the subconscious memories, the unconscious memories, Father, that you would bring healing to our emotions, our will, our identity, and our spirit. Father, I we just come and ask you into this space. We invite your presence, God. 
We invite your presence of God as we give you this trauma, as we look to you for healing, as we trust you, the great I am, the one who has promised that when we're hurting, we can come to you, that you will be our oasis. Father, that's what we're doing. We're coming to you in the midst of the storm and asking you to be our oasis, our safe harbor, our place of refuge, that you would also be our healer, our redeemer, our comforter, that you would come in your power and your strength. Father, that you would take the pain. We give you that pain. We give you that pain. And we invite and we breathe in your peace. We, we receive that peace that surpasses understanding that's from the throne room of heaven. Because God, we decree and declare that we were made to soar on the wings of eagles. We were made to walk in freedom because we're created in your image. So healing is here in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Ask the Lord what truth he has for you. Let him speak into the core of your being. Make sure it lines up with scripture. Know he is faithful. He is good. You are not created to live in and walk in trauma. We were created for freedom and because of him, it is possible. Are you interested in learning more about emotional healing and deliverance? Check out Ruth's Masha Equals at Ruth Henderson.